The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Ben. Is it time to overreact? Tennessee. Beatdown of Kentucky last night. Straight up beatdown. Is it time to overreact though? Touchdown or turnover. The win against Kentucky. Makes you more confident about the win on the road versus Arkansas on Saturday. Touchdown or turnover. Are you more confident about Tennessee's game versus Arkansas Saturday on the road? Touchdown, turnover. Touchdown. Absolutely more confident. And it's real simple to me. Tennessee validated its winning streak last night. Again, you had a nice little win over LSU at home. But LSU was playing real bad basketball at that point. Still don't want to take anything away from Tennessee because LSU has had Tennessee's number. It was mm-hmm. nice to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. But, it, again, LSU was was not playing all that well at that point. And then aside from LSU, two wins over Vandy, win over Carolina, A&M, Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State's a solid team, but just nobody like a Kentucky during that stretch. And... They they passed the test. They were either going to prove to be contenders or pretenders, and I, I think it's hard not to look at them as contenders now. So I, I think last night just really validated what they've done the last month. Not that what they've done the last month hasn't been impressive. It, it has been how they've turned their season around since that loss in Lexington. I just think last night really validated their turnaround and they're, they're the real deal right now. How, how can you view them as not the real deal? So I say touchdown. It gives me more confidence going in, going into Saturday. Touchdown for me, man. Touchdown for me. Kennedy Chandler, the, the game has slowed down to him ever since ever since that game in Texas. Kennedy Chandler has, has, to me, been different. Last night was his best game. Offensively, his confidence is at all-time high. Zakai Ziegler... Oh boy, he is—he uh, is fun to watch. Offensively, defensively, sets the tone. He's playing with crazy confidence. Jonas Adu is in the building now, adding a rebounding presence, adding a, a shot blocking defensive presence. John Fulkerson, hello. All SEC John Fulkerson showed up last night. With the with the with the with the strong pivot worked last night. Those back to back possessions of where he took Oscar Shibway to absolute school was one of my favorite moments of the night. Yeah, I don't like I don't need John Fulkerson to drop twenty. I just need that. Yes, that's all I need from John Fulkerson. That is all we need. Yep. Get a bucket when when your team needs you to. He had fourteen and eight. No reason he shouldn't have that every single night out. No reason he shouldn't have 14 and 8, a block, a steal. No reason he shouldn't have that. I'm with you. Let's get to uh, the phones. Bring in Dave Tony. Dave Tony, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, sir. Man, so that, that guy's name's a do? Mm-hmm. What year is he in? First. I like his game. I like what he brings. He's going to be a good one for the Vols. I definitely think he is. He brings a, a, a he he brings he brings to the table some stuff we missing. Yep. He really does. I really I really really like his game, and I'm going to call Ziggler. I'm going to call him Ziggy Man. Ziggy. Man, That's what that, my grandma that, calls him. That little dude. You know what? Not only is he being impressed. I think Kennedy, Kenny, Kennedy Chandler is stepping up his game because Ziggy is bringing it out of him. 
He's like, man, I, hey, I got to be out there and represent myself. Look, a little guy playing, little, little, little brother. He's running the show. I need to run the show. What you think about that? I mean, a little competition, little competition between the young brothers. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's not the part of it. I mean, good, being around good players always makes you better. Um, I mean, I, I think they feed off each other a lot, in, a, in a huge way. So, um, right? I, yeah. I mean, not not in a hey. jealous type of way, not in a oh no. he you know trying to take my minutes or anything like that. But hey, man, I want to, I want I want I want to be good too. And um, you know what? They are. They you know what? great when, together. When, when those two were on the court, man, I love when those two were on the court at the same time. Yep. Yep. But all right, guys, that's that's all I had. I, I wish we would have uh, won by a few more points, but it, it was even with the. the point total, I, I think that we we really controlled the game much more than what the point total says. I was never in doubt. I mean, the game was never in doubt. Every time Kentucky made a run, I mean, game is on right now in the studio. Got down got down to 10, the 14-minute mark. Kentucky's on a 7-0 run. And Tennessee responds. Austin Seaway, man, he was just having a Rough night finishing around the basket. Everybody's blocking his shot. Yes, and, and he still finished with a double-double. <laughs> and 13 and 15. Seven <laughs> offensive rebounds. Yep. 13 and 15. Seven offensive rebounds. But it, it didn't really feel like he had a, a good game. I know, I know the numbers look good, but 5 of 15 from the field. You mentioned it. Tennessee was having a block party crazy. with his shots. I told you... Just this last break, if if you would have told me that Justin Powell was going to block Oscar Sheboy, I would have looked at you like you were crazy yesterday. <laughs> I mean, Powell had a nice block, and I, I know that there was nothing Sheboy could really do about it. It was one of those help side blocks where Powell came from behind and Sheboy didn't see him. and It was a great defensive play by, by Powell, just a better defensive play than you know Oscar just doing something wrong. But... It's still funny to me that Justin Powell, of all people, blocked Oscar Sheboy. <laughs> I mean, swatted it. Yes. And then Josiah blocked him the next possession. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adu blocked him several times. Oh, yeah. Adu block was, was, was beautiful. Which one? I know, right? He had, he had three he had or four. Two on, on Sheboy. Man. Kentucky 9-0 run, man. Cut the lead down to eight. And Tennessee responds. Whoo, what a game. What a game. That was so fun. That was so fun. I saw, I felt so much better as a parent. I saw other kids <laughs> at the game. I had to carry mine out. The youngest one fell asleep. Really? Yeah, the heaviest one fell, uh, fell asleep. I was like, dang. How did? She's always the one that stays up late. How did she fall asleep in that environment? Girl, she was tired. I mean, I know I was too, but she was, she was tired. Man. How does somebody sleep through all that noise? Is my question. Well, she, hey, you tired? You tired? My, my middle one is the one that usually goes to sleep. Does that give me permission to fall asleep right now? No. But I'm, you said when when you're tired, you're tired. Yeah, when you're six, you're a grown ass man, Ben. But I still act like I'm six. Yeah, that is true. 865-255-03. Let's go back to the phones. We've got Dr. Vall. Dr. Vall, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Swain, I heard you say my middle name overreacts. So I figured I'd call in. Speaking of uh, speaking of you overreacting, I've I've got a stat for you, Dr. Vall. Yeah. Uh, Rick Barnes has been at Tennessee seven years now. How long uh, was 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 Bruce Pearl? Yeah, same as Folky. One one year longer than Folky. How long was Bruce at Tennessee? Do, do any of us three know off the top of our head? The double-digit years. Hey, it wasn't Matt. He's been at Auburn longer than he was at Tennessee. Was he not at Tennessee? I thought he was at Tennessee at least seven years. Swain, I thought it was six. Swain, or Swain, five or six. Swain's looking it up as as we speak on on Wiki. Scroll down to where it gives his year-by-year record and count how many years he was at, at Tennessee. Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. Well, you're taking too long. Six years. Really? Bruce was only at Tennessee six years? You don't want to believe it, do you? It doesn't feel real. What 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 number do you want it to be, Ben? We'll what make I, we'll what make I, the number you want it to be. What it 
what I thought it felt like in my head. What is what was that? I it it, it feels like he was here double like eight ten years. Six. Really? Wow, that's crazy. Still, I still have a stat for you, Dr. Ball, that that you will really appreciate and like. Uh, Rick Barnes, that was win number nine for Rick last year or last night. Win number nine now has nine wins over Kentucky in in six seasons, seven seasons, mm-hmm. and Bruce only had five. Your 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 Lord and Savior, Bruce Pearl, only had five. I can't. I, I ain't going there with you, Ben. Hey, and, I, and I, from I, nineteen, from nineteen, my obsession with Bruce Pearl is more than just uh, what he did. Here. I know. Bruce I'm I'm picking on I'm picking on you. I know Bruce was was really good to to you and your family when. When your brother was sick, I'm I'm just picking on you, but uh, that that is a crazy stat. Uh, Will Shelton tweeted out from from '95 to 2015, uh, O'Neill, Green, Buzz, Pearl, Conzo, Tyndall, all those coaches over the course of 20 years combined for nine wins over Kentucky, and Barnes has nine wins in the seven years he's been at Tennessee. Well, that's the thing since Barnes has been here. Honestly, I, I expect to beat Kentucky. Yeah, I do too. I and I told I told myself last night, don't take this for granted. Don't take this for granted. Don't take this for granted. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about y'all, but I I expected to win last night. Now I don't know. I didn't. I don't know if I expected that kind of performance, but I felt good about it going into it. Honestly, mm-hmm. and I feel bad for the next coach that comes through. Yeah, yeah. We know a thing or two about the coach that follows up a, a winning coach here. You were talking about Folky earlier. I know not, maybe not numbers wise, but did, was that not as far as uh, energy wise one of his better games? Y'all yep. saw he just yep. he was making the right moves last night. Yep. Yep. His energy, his energy was good. Uh, of course, he you know had some great plays around the basket, putting the ball in the hoop. You know, had a had a turnover or two. Uh, Barnes was not happy about that, but. The energy and the aggressiveness is what I'm uh, happy to see from focusing again. Yeah, because honestly, he hasn't looked like he's had much fun this year. Fine, hasn't looked himself, man. So uh, hasn't looked himself. Maybe we'll have you know get more context on why after the season or later. But has not looked himself. But last night he was he was great. Well, guys, uh, another successful trip to Dead End, and this time my parents got to try it. They were in town visiting a family friend of ours who's at the hospital with COVID or recovering from COVID, and uh, it made a believer out of them. Good. Put it like that. Love, like, love to hear it. Yeah, and I, they uh, they trust me enough to let them order for them, so I got them some burn-ins, and everybody got the Brussels sprouts, of course, and loved it. And just another great trip and on-brand. Kind of like uh, me expecting to be Kentucky. I just expect greatness, and they always pull through. You have a good day, guys. Thank you, Dr. Ball. Yeah, me and me and the girls, we uh, we pre-gamed at Dead End yesterday. Didn't want to ask me to come. I mean, I figured you was busy. I would have made time for Dead End. Yeah, it was around um, it was right, it was right like four. I was at the gym. Yeah, it was around right around four o'clock. So, um, we we. All appetizers, all appetizers for the girls. They were they were in paradise, man. Yesterday was a special day, special day. Glad you all enjoyed it. Seriously though, Rick Barnes deserves his flowers. He really does. Nine and seven against Kentucky now, yet to be swept by Kentucky in any of his seven seasons on Rocky Top and. And that's not some participation trophy type of stat either, avoiding a sweep of Kentucky. Kentucky basketball has been dominant for decades, as long as college basketball has existed. And prior to Rick Barnes winning at least one game against Kentucky, now seven straight seasons, the last time any coach in college basketball beat Kentucky – at least once a year for that long was in the eighties back when Tennessee did it. Like what, what Rick Barnes is doing against Kentucky 
does not happen. It, it has not happened. And, and it's not just like Tennessee, it doesn't happen. I mean, it, it doesn't happen anywhere in college basketball. It doesn't happen anywhere. No, no school has had as much success against Kentucky. Part of that is that they've played a billion times, but also mm-hmm. um, Rick Barnes is, has really been able to find success uh, against the Cats, and it, it's it's really remarkable that maybe some shortcomings in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, but yeah, yet you gotta mention that zero shortcomings against Kentucky and. If the next coach can make it to a Final Four or gets Tennessee to the Elite Eight twice or, or something like that, like he'll he'll still be viewed favorably. But man, Rick Barnes sure is setting a high standard of of beating Kentucky. That that <laughs> the next coach is is not going to have a fun time trying to live up to. Like I said before, Ben, we are lucky to have Rick. Lucky to 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 go from situation we have Diane Tindall and then fall into a a Rick Barnes. Lucky, very lucky. So last night was special, man. Last night was special. It was fun. I don't remember you know this type of atmosphere, basketball, very 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 long time, and see the development of Zakai Ziegler, to see the development of Jonas Adu. And I said this before. Everyone comes along at different times. Like, it's easy to sit here and go, why wasn't Jonas Adu playing before? Because he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to play before. Injuries early in his career, like, he, he wasn't ready. He now, missed I, most of the preseason yeah he wasn't ready and to think that and to think that there was going to be a Malachi Wabi coming in and playing football and basketball no it's hard to do that especially in Rick Barnes's system this is not South Carolina it's not some rinky dink basketball program where you can miss all this time and just bounce back because there's not a lot of competition no Oh, so he wasn't ready to play, but he continued to work, continued to get better. Grew up, and now he's ready at the, at the perfect time for Tennessee. And he is going to play a lot. I like him, man. He got a little jump shot. Yes. Nice nice timing on his on his blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. He yeah, is going to be all right. He is. I, I don't mean to disrespect Kyle Alexander when I say this, but he I is. I know. I truly don't intend to, but he's a better version of Kyle Alexander. Ooh. At what point? Like Kyle's. I mean, obviously, as freshman playing in his third meaningful game. Not, freshman to freshman? Yes, freshman to freshman. Okay, I'm with and you. And a, a higher ceiling and. Oh yeah, I'm with you. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. Freshman Jonas Adu is not better than senior Kyle Alexander. Well, I just, I'm asking for clarification, <laughs> man. You know, you know how folks I, listen to what I, they want to listen to and pick I out know. what they want to pick out. I know, but Kyle Alexander was awesome for for Tennessee, but Jonas is is going to be real awesome. I mean, he he has the potential to one day play himself into an NBA draft pick. There, there's there's no reason he shouldn't be. Uh, a draft pick you one should, day, you, and honestly, like I'm, still I'm sleepy. You good? I'm trying not to be too too in the moment and, and too reactionary, but there's really not a reason he shouldn't develop into a first round pick because you, you he coffee? he is what Man. the NBA wants in its big men right now: uh, a rim protector and a guy that can can run the floor and knock down threes. Need, he can do that. that. He he can. He can three and D. That's what the NBA wants. There, there's there's no reason that that he should not develop into a first round pick someday. Now, him not being a one and done may hurt him because the the NBA is is ageist. There's a lot of ageism that goes on in the NBA. They they do not like drafting the the older college basketball players. And and I don't know how long Jonas will play in, in college. He's probably a three four year guy. But 
and, and that'll probably keep him out of the first round. <laughs> Kellen Grady jumping up and jumping back down was hilarious. Uh, him being an older guy when it is his turn to get drafted probably will keep him out of the first round because NBA doesn't like taking those older college guys. But there's no reason he should not develop into an NBA draft pick. He, he is what the NBA wants. Protect the rim and go knock down open threes. I actually he, agree. He, I actually he can agree. do that. I agree with you. Let's go back to the phones. 865-255-03. Good stuff here on the text box. Jennifer Moore says, I was so pumped last night. I was ready to talk smack to Sister Jean from back in the day. At least Sister Jean alone now. I would hate for ESPN employees to be in your mentions. I don't want that. We saved that for tournament time. Who do we have on the phone? Cliff. Cliff. Hey, Cliff. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. How, y'all? How are y'all today? Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Tons of energy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've told y'all before, I live about 15 miles south of Rep Arena uh, here in, in Kentucky, and I'm about to walk through the door at work like LeVar Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Need to get you a selfie stick and record Record yeah. yourself walking in and send it to us. Hey, did you pull up in a parking lot like uh, like Spice Adams? <laughs> Open the door. To- no, I, I have given a whole lot of thought to, to how I'm going to come bust you through, but I'm like a Kool-Aid man, sort of an entrance or something. You know, just, uh, <laughs> yeah, peek your head through. Heard, yeah. I, you know, I'm also tempted to just say absolutely nothing. No, you know, I think what you should do, start playing Rocky Top on your phone. Put it in your pocket and just walk in like a, a normal Wednesday morning. I will I will do that and I will report back uh, <laughs> how many bloody knuckles I get. <laughs> I Please hope do. you can report so. back. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, you know, I, I, I do work with some great guys and 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 one in particular. Y'all mentioned the the hate that um, Kentucky fans have for Tennessee. It just seems to be escalating. Some of that's generational. There's a guy that's a little bit older that has hated Tennessee because of the, you know, the days of, uh, you know, a couple generations ago where where that really was a, a really hot rivalry and and he would say he hates Tennessee the way he hates, you know, Indiana and Duke. It's just kind of in that in that caliber. But even this cold-hearted dude that he is about Tennessee, he tells me every day, I really wish that Rick Barnes was not your coach. I just like that guy way too much. Like it, that makes it difficult for for some people to hate Tennessee just because of the caliber of dude that that uh, that Rick Barnes is. And and Swain, you're exactly right. We're lucky to have him in in so many ways, uh, not just for what he he brings, you know, athletically and and you know the product he puts on the court and his recruiting. But man, what a guy to have on your side. I mean, you just know he's developing young men. My kids want to play for him because they know, you know, they they're they've got a shot at going to the league, but they also know they're going to get developed as young men. So, so super proud of, of of what they did last night. But I do have a question for you, if I got a second. Yeah. Um, and I, I haven't I haven't followed it super close in the last couple of games, but I noticed Victor Bailey got a little more run last night. I know he was in there when they had the scrum there in the uh, uh, on the sideline. What did just from a uh, X's and O's standpoint. What do you think Rick saw last night where, you know, we haven't seen a lot of Victor this year, but in a big spot, in a big game against a, uh, one of the better opponents we're going to play, uh, he, he thought Victor needed to be in there. What's, break that down a little for me. I mean, it's hard. It's it's hard to find time for, for Victor because you got Vescovy, you got Z- uh, Ziegler, Chandler, that's the best three guard set that you have, a lineup that you have. I mean, three guys that can handle the ball, that all have point guard skills, that can shoot the ball from the outside. Defensively, they're not a liability like uh, Bailey has been during his career. It's just hard to find time for him. It really is. Yeah. I, we talked kind of about it earlier in the show. Not. To, to the Victor Bailey Jr. Or, or Justin Powell standpoint, but Zakai Ziegler and Kennedy Chandler are two of the best point guards in the country. Not just freshman point guards, two of the best point guards in the country. And they are playing 
great basketball. They they're playing like they are juniors. I mean, it's like watching Jordan Bone and Lamonte Turner out there as true freshmen. As true freshmen. And by the way, Sakai Ziegler, he's his own player, but he he's like Lamonte Turner 2.0 to me. With kind of the high arcing jump shot and and the little swagger after he makes it. I mean Lamonte's touch the sun when he shoots. As Lamonte's was higher, but Sakai's got a high one as as well. But that attitude that, that Tennessee desperately needed, we talked about it after the last Kentucky loss that hey, this team needs more Lamonte Turner where they're just they're they're we need more dogs. Got too many cats. We need more dogs. Some some pit bulls and I don't know. Zakai just reminds me of Lamonte, and I think it's because I love Zakai, and I loved Lamonte. Lamonte was my favorite player on those Tennessee teams, and Zakai has quickly become, I, I guess, my favorite player on this team, if I had to think about it. But anyways, I mean, they're, they're playing terrific basketball. They're playing like they're veterans, and, and they're true freshmen, and it's, it's remarkable. And that's in addition to – Santiago Vescovi, who should be an all-SEC first-team selection at the end of, end of the year. You think he will be? I, I don't know if he will be. I think he should be. <laughs> hey, man, I'm sorry. I just ran to, no, to that. got to. Yeah, to that Kennedy Chandler drive and drop behind the back, step back. He missed it. But, man, the move was so great. Oh, my goodness. Filthy. Yeah, look at that block. Look at Jonas. That was, that was funky blocking. I think jo- I think there are two. I think Jonas got one, and then I think Folky got another. My goodness, Sheway. Got to jump off the ground a little bit. Sheway did not have a good night. He it, did, but it, he did. Yeah, it's weird. Like, he put up numbers, but he, he – it didn't feel like he had an impact on the game whatsoever. I mean, am I crazy for, for feeling that way? I, yeah, it didn't feel like he had an impact on the game to me. No, 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 no. Not, not really. All right, let's see. There it is. Over the back. Yeah, we're black. That wasn't a block. No, just a miss. There's a block right there. Was that was that a do? No, that was Folky in the second one. Jonas uh, impacted the the first one and forced him to miss a shot. But then on on the the second one, it looked like Folky blocked it. But yeah, up eighteen, like that would have sent the house, like that would have brought the house down if um, Kennedy would have made that shot. And yes. it looked good, like I was sitting up uh, on that side of of the basket, and it looked good. I mean, it was all line along. Uh, it was a it was a Beautiful, beautiful move. Beautiful yeah, the crowd doing and on. Man. They they were waiting on it to, to drop here. We'll see who blocked the shot right here. That wasn't a block. Uh, Jonas and Folky. Yeah. <laughs> like they're both of their hands were they in the same spot. They, they, <laughs> they, they double teamed it, baby. They, they tag teamed they, it. They double teamed it. But I think Santi should be an all SEC player. And then Josiah Jordan James, obviously in the backcourt as well. And and He's arguably Tennessee's best player on the floor at times. So you've got four elite guards right now. Yes. There, there's just no playing time for, for VJ and, and Justin outside of a, a couple of minutes here here and there when Zakai or Kennedy has a sloppy turnover and Rick's like, no, we're not doing that. Get out. Get out. And then here comes Victor. And I do like what VJ and Justin have brought the last couple of games. They're not making shots, but, but they are finding – other ways to impact the game, and that's what Rick Barnes cares about most. Yep, I mean you gotta you gotta you gotta go with the guys that gives you the best chance to win. They're playing the best, and I just don't see how you find minutes for for VJ. Let's go to a break. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three hour two is brought to you by Action Two Four Seven Tennessee's only legal sports book. We'll share some promo codes or some promos that action has going on um, right now. When we come back from quick timeout here in hour number two, Ben McKee, Jason Swain, be right back. The conversation doesn't stop when the show is over. Follow the Swain event on Twitter and like the show on Facebook. Fellas. When it's time to freshen up that wardrobe, there's only one play to make, and that's to go see my friends at Mark Nelson Denim in downtown Knoxville. Find the latest in small batch denim in the heart of Knoxville. 
Denim isn't all they do though. Mark Nelson also does custom suiting and blazers. Let your personal style shine with Mark Nelson. If you don't have time to go shopping for yourself, but still want that fresh look, then sign up for the NN Society. Let the experts handle the shopping and get $300 worth of merchandise for just $150 every other month. That's six times per year to keep you looking styling every day. Let Mark Nelson Denim help you be the best you, because when you look good, you feel good. Go to MarkNelsonDenim.com. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at NobodyTrashesTennessee.com. I know missing the show live is a bummer, but don't fret. You can catch up on the podcast posted daily on the app, online, and on iTunes. Awesome! Swain event, Fuel by Dead and Barbecue. Let's get to a guy, Volstorm. Volstorm, good morning, sir. Bunch of Smurf blue wearing, checkerboard feeling, lotto scratching, black lung coughing, missed all smoking hill jacks. Back to the coal mines, baby. You saved all your money to come to a beautiful city like Knoxville only to watch a beat down. I love it. I love it. I love it. You described a lot of the Kentucky fans I saw at the game yesterday. Uh, yeah, they pretty much ugly up the place. Man. Which there never, wasn't very many. You ain't never lied. <laughs> I remember when, when Rick first got here, it, it was my first semester on campus as a student after I transferred to Tennessee, and there's a whole lot of blue in the building, and boy, how, how that has changed because there is very little blue last night uh such a wonderful sight to see the less blue the better yes blues blue is bleh. the kentucky uh, blue is bleh. oh god ugly it's awful 
guys, if, uh, you know, whenever these Hill Jacks want to uh, start complaining about, you know, well, blah, 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 that's the only reason you beat Kentucky, whatever, and uh, we won our bowl game, uh, all I have to do is use a famous Jason Swain line, which is uh, scoreboard. That's it. That's, I mean, that's really all you have to say. Jason and, Swain trademarked that. I feel like a lot of people have been saying that for, for many years now. Then trademark it. I feel I, like I Ben Franklin it, even I said scoreboard when he invented the light bulb. <laughs> if, uh, if if every time we sense? play if every time we play Kentucky, that's our Super Bowl, are they the Buffalo Bills? Uh pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Because every, every time we have a Super Bowl moment, they lose. Pretty much. I mean, if, if Kentucky is our Super Bowl, then, man, Rick Barnes is like Tom Brady. <laughs> he got a bunch of them. Oh, Belichick. My, oh, my goodness. No, I, I'm glad to see this team pull together because, you know, everybody talks about the win streak, but then you look at the opponents and it's like, man. Exactly. This validates it. Exactly. I mean, this was this was this was the the best SEC win. I mean, you beat Arizona early in the season, but like Ben said earlier in the show, I mean, you had some. Yeah, Mississippi State. You beat you know you beat LSU, and LSU was kind of going downhill. I mean, this was a this was a real real SEC victory. Guys, before I go, I think we all need to say a prayer for the uh, lady at the McDonald's for Matt Jones. <laughs> See you, boys! <laughs> oh, boy. Let's get to Big Orange, Mac. Mac, good morning. The best part of waking up <laughs> is wildcat tears in your cup. <laughs> good morning, Dave Swizzle. Good morning, Ben Jammin. Good morning, Ken. You know it ain't no better feeling than waking up the next morning knowing you did some cheek clapping the night before. What? Hey, baby. You ain't never lied there. Man, what yeah. a performance. I'm so proud of these guys. I mean, they just took the bull by the horns and, and never looked back. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been looking for all season. I mean, don't get me wrong, the win against Arizona, another uh, top five blue blood, that that was a great win. But to to turn around, just get just bludgeoned to death at, at Rupp, and then came and just it, uh, avenged that, that loss, man, I, I know I, I'm so happy. So happy. And it's another a- thing, you know, UK fans, oh, well, regular season don't matter. It don't matter. Then why are you mad? Why are you mad Why about you it? Mad? Exactly. Why are you mad? It don't matter. We got we got a five thousand eight hundred and fifty five NCAA appearances and, and eight hundred and fifty five uh final fours and you still mad. If it did not matter, you brush it off your shoulders and be like, eh, whatever. But they mad. They woke up mad. I mean I'd wake up mad too if I woke up in a house. I uh, woke up in a house trailer uh, full of mess and, and, and Marlboros. I mean, I, 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 I wake up mad, too. And you took an ale to Tennessee? Golly. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Gentlemen, enjoy the day. Enjoy we the are. victory. Have a great day and go. Big on. My man, Big on Mac with the call. Oh, man. I was wondering why this coffee tastes a little bit. Different today. It's a whole lot better. Maybe it is those Kentucky tears. Mac. Mac got, your, got us rolling, man. Clap those cheeks. Mm-hmm. There's a 20-point 20 point, 20 lead. Four-minute mark. But they got it down to 13. Made it, made it look a lot better than what it really was. But it was a it was pure domination. It was, it was pure domination what it was the game was never close there in the second half Tennessee was in control in control the Zakai Ziegler his last three-pointer no I think he had he had uh, another one after 
He had Kellen Grady on, on skates a little bit, had him on his heels, rocked him a little bit, <laughs> pulled a J in his face. <laughs> oh, 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 that was nasty. That was nasty right there, Sakai. You didn't have to do him like that, Sakai. You didn't have to do him like that. He was having a rough day already. Didn't make a lot of threes. Jumped. Tried to drop the ball. Got caught for traveling. He just it wasn't a good day for Kelly Gray. You didn't have to do him like that, Zakai. You didn't have to do him like that. You didn't have to rock him to sleep like that. Then pull the J in his eye. That wasn't nice. But it was funny. It was funny. We loved it. Oh, Kennedy Chandler. Oh, oh, oh man. Crow. Woo. Oh, boy. That was fun. That was fun last night. I love the starting lineups. I love the starting lineups. Remind me of high school. Remind me of the Grissom days. Basketball games. Oh, that was fun. Let's do that again. What's the next home game? Next Saturday. Let's do it again, man. Auburn. Bruce Pearl. Let's do it again. Top Another top five team in the country. Yeah, they'll be they'll be what two or three. Katie Johnson, psychotic behind, because he is a psycho. Yeah, the guard matchup is going to be they're, unreal. There really may be fists thrown. It's going to be unreal. <laughs> the guard battle is going to be unreal next Saturday. Uh, it's going to be legendary. And you're going to have another Oscar Sheepway and Walker Kessel. Yeah, Walker's Walker. a bigger problem than Oscar. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and not saying that they have similar games, but just that they are two dominating presences in the post that, that Tennessee is going to have to control. But but Tennessee did a great job of, of coming together and putting a nice team effort on on limiting Oscar Sheboy and it helped them win last night. So hopefully they can do the same with 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 Kessler. And honestly, I feel better about that that matchup now with the development of Sheboy or uh, with Jonas Adu. Jonas Adu can, can give Walker Kessler some problem with his length. Not saying he'll win that battle, but I don't. I don't think it'll be an easy night for Walker Kessler. Jonas has the the link to bother him. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one though. Guard play. That's gonna be the battle of the 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 year in this conference, man. Tennessee guards versus Auburn's guards. Small, quick, energizers. It's gonna be a nice battle. Eight six five two hundred fifty five zero three. We'll be right back. For what is coming up on the Swain event? Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. There is no better restaurant in town to enjoy the madness of March with. Cheer on the Vols and the Lady Vols with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadmbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? 
I've been practicing in Knox Hill for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. If you're coming to Knoxville and need a place to stay, do yourself a favor and book a room at Hampton Inn Paper Mill, also known as the Hampton on the Hill. This award-winning property is literally in the top 5% of all Hampton Inn properties. The GM, Stephen Lawrence, is a good old local boy who grew up in the business around Knoxville. He and his staff are always available, always willing to help, and will go above and beyond for their guests. The newest Hampton Inn in Knoxville has clean, affordable rooms, flat screens, fridges, and microwaves in every room. Plus, breakfast is included in every rate. Not to mention, there's also a pool and fitness center on site. If it wasn't so close to amazing restaurants, bars, and shopping, you would never want to leave. At only six miles from campus, you're still right in where the big orange action is. Go to HamptonInn.com, search Knoxville, and book your room at the Hampton Inn Paper Mill, or call 865-693-5400. There are articles and news stories that you read about the things that people do. And when you're reading those and you start to shake your head, you start to scratch your head a little bit, you get confused, you don't understand why. You start to ask questions. But really, there's only one question that matters. What is that question you may ask? For what? For what? Sway event fueled by Daddy and Barbecue. Hope y'all having a great Wednesday. It is hump day, the 16th. About five and a half minutes until the top of the hour. It's time for for what? Ben, where are we going today? Oh, I've got two. I'll start with Auburn. I mentioned it earlier in the show that, that Auburn football was going to get it for what? Uh, last night at 9.57 p.m., Auburn sent out a tweet of photos from workouts. Normal. All, all college Twitters do this. Football, basketball, baseball. Any college athletics team tweets out photos working out during the offseason. Well, get everybody hyped. Sounds pretty standard to me. Have you seen this tweet? Mm-mm. I haven't seen anything. Guess what the caption is. Um, cats working. These donkeys tweeted brick by brick. I did see that last night. Brick by brick. I did. Auburn see. tweeted last night at nine fifty-seven. Yeah, this is the most fireable offense that Brian Harson has committed. Now he should be fired. Now he should be fired on the spot. Brick by brick. Did, did you not learn anything about the Butch Jones tenure nope. at Arkansas State? No, because that's brick by brick is in the coaching handbook I mean, of, of motivational tactics. What are we doing? What are we doing? My other for what goes... If I can find the article. Uh, it was an article in Saturday Down South. Who wrote this? I'm calling them to the front of the congregation. Taking forever to load. What's up with your Wi-Fi? Joe Cox. I'm never on my Wi-Fi. Joe Cox gets 
A for what? Because on Valentine's Day, he wrote a story about the 10 most hated SEC Hoopers of all time. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Wrote a, wrote a story on Saturday Down South, Joe Cox did, about the 10 most hated SEC Hoopers. No, Marshall Henderson got to be number one. Yeah, he he didn't rank them, but he was listed second. Uh, Matt Walsh at Florida was was listed first. Uh, Demarcus Cousins third. John Fulkerson fourth. What? And look, I other teams don't don't like Folky because he flops around, and other teams don't like that. And I understand that. But the for what isn't that John Fulkerson? I mean, I think it's stupid that John Fulkerson is on this list, along with Marshall Henderson and DeMarcus Cousins and Joe Kim Noah. Fulkerson says nothing. Yeah. He's a victim. But No, 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 just wait. He compared him to Grayson Allen. <laughs> what? Sadly... The SEC lacks a Grayson Allen type. As what the hell is that? Notably for flopping and snarkiness and for encore production. But Folky would love to be that guy. And not only did he compare him to Grayson Allen. What? But his grammar was messed up in the sentence. It says, but Folky would would love to be that guy. Throwing his 6'10 frame around like the world's largest rag doll. The endlessly hustling Fulkerson either draws more charges or create more flops than anyone in SEC memory. Of course, he's in his sixth season in Knoxville, so the fact that he's arguably older than Perry Ellis has done little to tone down his loathing, quote, with 1,041 career points and almost as many shaky fouls drawn, Fulkerson has earned this spot. Compare John Fulkerson to Grayson Allen. John Fulkerson, who should not even be on this list in the first place, compared to Grayson Allen. He also put three Vols on this list. He put Tony Harris on the list. And also put Ron Slay on the list. Which Ron Slay on the list makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other teams hated Ron Slay. And rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. Because Ron was that guy. I mean, you saw him whipping a... Stuffed animal last night. Bop, bop, go on. Get back up to your state. <laughs> Ron Slay is a national treasure. We must protect him at all costs. Probably damn fool, man. But this is the, the one of the dumbest articles I've ever seen. John Fulkerson, and you compare him to, to Grayson Allen? Ooh. Not good, Joe. Not good at all, Joe. Not, not, not a good moment, man. Not a good moment at all. At all. 865-255-03. Hour three is coming up. Stay with us.